family history. It's such a mixed bag. There's the good stuff, like my mom's great skin, and then there's the bad stuff, like pretty much everyone on my dad's side develops heart disease before they hit 50. In some families, it's colon cancer, breast cancer, or stroke. It's the rare person that doesn't have something that runs through their family that keeps them up at night, worrying if they're next. And that's particularly true for anyone who's watched a loved one decline because of Alzheimer's disease. Today, my topic is if hormone therapy decreases the risk of developing Alzheimer's disease, increases the risk of developing Alzheimer's disease, or has absolutely no impact on the risk of developing Alzheimer's disease. In addition, I'm going to explain why thinking about your hearing, yeah, your hearing, may be as important as thinking about your hormones. I'm Dr. Lauren Stryker, a gynecologist, best-selling author, and a nationally recognized menopause expert. When it comes to menopause, midlife, and what comes after, I'm betting you've not gotten a lot of information from your own doctor. If women are given good information, they'll make good choices, and I'm here to give you the inside information. Alzheimer's disease has been in the news this last week because of a huge study which was just released that suggested that hormone therapy might increase the risk which is exactly opposite to other studies. So this question that came through my website was particularly timely. Take a listen. Hi, this is Elaine. And my question is, is it true that HRT is beneficial in fighting off Alzheimer's? I know I've been reading there's conflicting viewpoints on it. I'd love yours. Elaine, I think you were reading my mind because I'd already planned to do this segment. So Thank you. Before I get started on the Alzheimer issue, I just want to make the point that dementia and perimenopause brain fog are not the same thing. In episodes 32 and 71, I talk about perimenopause brain fog in detail and why roughly 44% of perimenopausal women can't remember why they walked into the room. This perimenopausal brain fog is temporary, and there's really no controversy about taking estrogen. It's going to help. And perimenopausal problems with cognitive function are not predictive of a greater likelihood of developing dementia down the road. But dementia is different. Dementia is a general term referring to progressive and persistent loss of brain function causing problems with things like memory, problem solving, and communication. Progressive and persistent is the important part. And there are a lot of kinds of dementia. Alzheimer's, though, is by far the most common cause of dementia. And aging and family history are the most common risk factors. And did I mention being female? Yeah. Women are twice as likely to develop Alzheimer's as men. Alzheimer's disease is actually a very specific disease, and it's caused by the accumulation of two abnormal proteins, beta amyloid and phosphorylated tau, T-A-U. In a brain which is affected by Alzheimer's, Amyloid forms plaques outside of brain neurons, and tau clumps into tangles inside the neurons. And it's that myeloid plaque, along with the tangles of tau, that cause damage and destruction of brain neurons. Again, the greatest risk factors for late-onset Alzheimer's are older age and a family history. But since Alzheimer's is twice as likely to occur in women as men, and the brain is loaded with estrogen receptors, there are a lot of questions about the role of estrogen in the development of Alzheimer's disease. So is it age, the lack of estrogen, or both that causes so many women to develop Alzheimer's postmenopause? And if it is a lack of estrogen, well, 
it makes sense to think that hormone therapy might decrease the risk. I mean, brain neurons have tons of estrogen receptors. Women are far more likely to develop problems than men. So it's biologically plausible and reasonable to think that estrogen therapy would mitigate the risk. What does the data show? What do the experts say? Well, let me start with what the North American Menopause Society, which, by the way, just officially changed their name to the Menopause Society. But let me start with what the Menopause Society had to say in their 2022 position statement. Keep in mind, the Menopause Society is always very conservative and very careful about putting the stamp of approval on anything. They note that in the Women's Health Initiative Memory Study, known as WIMS, W-H-I-M-S, women who took both estrogen and medroxyprogesterone acetate, a synthetic progestin commonly known as Provera, had a two-fold increase in the risk of dementia, but only in women aged older than 65 years. And in women aged 50 to 55 years, there was no increased risk from taking hormone therapy. Two other randomized trials tested the effects of estrogen and progestogen treatment on cognitive function in women who started treatment shortly after menopause. And in both trials, cognitive function was not affected by hormone therapy compared with placebo. So essentially, if you start hormone therapy later, not only does it not lower the risk, it increases the risk. It's what's referred to as a critical window. Once that window of time slams shut, there's no opening it again. And therefore, the baseline recommendation of the Menopause Society, based on the information we have, is that hormone therapy should not be started for the purpose of decreasing Alzheimer's and for sure should not be started over age 65 in women who already have a decline in cognitive function and who are at high risk developing Alzheimer's. In May of 2023, a really interesting study came out that women who take hormone therapy early have less tau tangles in brain amyloid than women who start hormone therapy later. Again, it's the tau tangles that occur in Alzheimer's and lead to damage and death of brain neurons. So the less tau tangles, the better. And this study definitely supports estrogen early. So with team hormone therapy definitely in the lead, a couple of weeks ago, a large long-term Danish study was published showing that women who received estrogen progestin therapy had a 24% increased risk of developing dementia or Alzheimer's disease compared to those who never took hormone therapy, even if they started young and only took it for a short period of time. This increase in dementia was seen both in short-term and long-term use not good news for team hormone therapy, and it caused a bit of an uproar in the menopause world. But like every other study, the devil's in the details. When I took a closer look, while there was an association between hormone therapy and dementia, it didn't demonstrate cause and effect. And the first thing that occurred to me when I read this study was, wait a minute, women who have hot flashes are known to be at increased risk for dementia, and the women with hot flashes are the ones taking estrogen. So was it the hot flashes or was it the hormones they'd taken to treat the hot flashes that caused the problem? Very complicated data, which is why I was really happy that the gurus at the Menopause Society did their analysis that was far better than mine and basically came to the same conclusion. This is a direct quote from the Menopause Society response to the study. Quote, a new study reported an association with increased risk of dementia even in women using hormone therapy before age 55 years for five years or less, 
which is within the range recommended by the Menopause Society. Their findings, meaning the Danish findings, contradict those of the WIMS trial and other trials that reported no effect on cognitive function in women who were randomly assigned to hormone therapy in early menopause. They go on to say that, quote, increased dementia risk with less than one year of hormone therapy is not biologically plausible, supporting the presence of confounding factors, meaning it wasn't the estrogen that caused the dementia, it was something else. They then go on to discuss what I mentioned, that women with severe hot flashes and sleep disturbance are the most likely to have cognitive problems and are also the most likely to at least try hormone therapy. But that doesn't mean the hormone therapy caused the memory issues. They also emphasize that women with hot flashes are known to have a higher volume of white matter sensitivity, a marker of poor brain vascular health. Again, the hot flashes are causing the problems in cognition, not the estrogen. Their final conclusion about the Danish study was, quote, the observed associations could be artifactual, and should not be used to infer a causal relationship between hormone therapy and dementia risk. These findings, therefore, cannot inform shared decision-making about the use of hormone therapy for menopause symptoms. This was basically their nice way of saying, this data doesn't change anything. All right, so are you confused yet? Yeah, let me simplify. The data is somewhat conflicting, and we clearly need more studies. But it appears that starting estrogen early especially if you have hot flashes, is definitely not going to increase your risk of developing Alzheimer's down the road, and more likely than not, is going to decrease the risk. That was a total aside. I was kind of curious where the Alzheimer's folks stood on this, because I don't read their literature normally. I read the menopause literature. So I did some tooling around, and I ended up on the Alzheimer's Foundation website, which is actually loaded with a lot of good information about risks and treatments and what to expect. They do mention sex-related differences and the likelihood of developing Alzheimer's, but there's zero mention of taking hormone therapy. It's just not mentioned at all. So hormones aside, what else can someone do to decrease the risk? Well, it appears that being social and doing stimulating things like learning new languages, doing crossword puzzles, and playing Wordle make a difference. Alzheimer's experts also emphasize that addressing medical risk factors might prevent or delay up to 40% of dementia cases. A 2022 study found that nearly 37% of cases of Alzheimer's and other dementias in the United States were associated with eight modifiable risk factors. One, high blood pressure. Two, being too sedentary. Three, obesity. Four, diabetes five, depression, six, current cigarette smoking, and seven, binge drinking. And then there's that eighth risk factor, a risk factor that was news to me. The eighth modifiable risk factor is hearing loss. Multiple research studies have found that untreated hearing loss increases dementia risk in middle-aged and older adults. A study earlier this year of over 400,000 people from the UK confirmed a 42% increased risk for dementia in people with hearing loss compared with adults the same age with no hearing trouble. What you're saying, okay, well, what's modifiable of that? If you have hearing loss, you have hearing loss. This is the modifiable part. There was no increased risk in people with hearing loss who used hearing aids. 
Well, my first reaction was, okay, but people who can't hear sometimes tend to be socially isolated or depressed, both known risk factors for Alzheimer's. I'm thinking it wasn't the hearing aids that decreased the risk of Alzheimer's. With the hearing aids, they could actually go out to eat without lip reading and to nod and smile when someone had just told them that they lost their job and the dog died. But no, they factored all that in and determined it was a direct effect from hearing aids rather than indirect things like social isolation or depression from not hearing. So while older studies showed the link between hearing loss and dementia, this was the first study that showed that hearing aids can mitigate that effect. The call to action on this one's pretty obvious. You can't change genetics. You can't change your age. But if you're having trouble hearing, jump on it, get hearing aids and use them to wrap this whole thing up. Clearly, while there is some controversy, I'm comfortable saying that if you're having hot flashes and you start your hormone therapy within the critical window of 10 years from the last menstrual period or prior to age 65, estrogen appears to decrease the risk of Alzheimer's. What's not answerable at this point, based on the data we currently have, is if it makes sense to start taking hormones to prevent Alzheimer's if you're not having hot flashes. And while the jury's officially still out on that one, I'm guessing, given the Tau study, that over time, the data may support it. And while you're at it, go to parties, dance a lot, don't drink too much, and get your hearing tested. So, Elaine, that was kind of a long, hopefully not too confusing answer to your question. And thanks for asking. I'm Dr. Lauren Stryker, and thank you for joining me. You will find lots more information in my Inside Information books available on Amazon.com. And follow Francie as she navigates her way through vaginal dryness, hot flashes, and pretty much every menopausal symptom you can think of.